Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews and recommendations for whatever we read this week. Amy, what did we read? We read The Bullet That Missed by Richard Osman, which is the third in the Thursday Murder Club series. And we reviewed the second one like maybe a month ago and we're like, Probably next week our review will be this. To be completely and blatantly honest, we did read this one pretty quickly and then just had other episodes we were recording. So when we say what we read this week. probably worked out from the rain. We do a batch record. (laughs) But some it's like, what three books did we read this week? Yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) So in our reading pile this week has been the third in the Thursday Murder Club series. And Kimberly, you're going to do the spoiler-free recap. Good Lord in heavens. I suppose that is a thing I'm going to do. I'm ready. So it's set contemporaneously. I think that's true. Is that yeah, true? yeah. It's yeah, set. great. I'm no. going to assume you know some of the things, but I'll give you a very brief setting. We are at a... Cooper's at a, Chase. Cooper's Chase, which is a retirement village community outside of a small town in England. And Southish. Southish, presumably. And we follow the members of the Thursday Murder Club. We have Elizabeth, Ibrahim, Ron, and Joyce. Correct. And they are quite close with one another by this point. They know each other quite well. They really know each other quite They've well. They've solved a couple of mysteries. They meet regularly on a Thursday to talk about They've cold helped cases. each other through some. Yeah, tough personal tough times. Personal times. So at any rate, this one kind of has – so the, that's kind of the setup. So the the mystery then in The Bullet That Missed is twofold. One part of the mystery is their cold case that they're deciding to yep. to investigate, which is the death of – well, it's not – it's the – it is the presumed – she's been presumed dead, but no body was found, which Elizabeth is always like, you can't assume anything without a body. But they found her car went off the cliff. They have it they, on CCTV, yeah. her car going off a cliff at Shakespeare's Point or whatever. And so she was a young reporter at, in the local town who went missing. Bethany Waits. Bethany Waits. And how long ago was – how cold is the case? I can't uh, recall. About 10 years. Yeah, so quite some time. And so they are looking into that mystery as kind of their one thing that they're doing. And on the other side of it, uh, Elizabeth is receiving threatening text messages from someone saying, you need to do a job for me or I am – going to or there will be bad consequences and it's a little bit linked to can i say the next step of that or no would that be a spoiler it happens quite early it on. does happen pretty quick right yeah so she elizabeth and her husband Stephen, Stephen, are kidnapped yeah they go for a regular walk each night and someone someone is yoink yoink and it's revealed that a big uh, ex KGB mobster no not KGB he's just he's just this swedish massive swedish guy that they call the viking no 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 the viking reveals so that's who takes them is the viking yeah. and he reveals that this ex KGB Victor is his name, who now runs a, like essentially a consultancy firm or whatever. He was the owner of the diamonds that got dun, stolen dun, dun, in, in the previous the previous novel. novel. So he is saying, unless you kill Victor for me. I am going to tell him you stole the diamonds and then he like threatens to kill Joyce and all of this kind of stuff. The Viking is trying to get Joyce, trying to get Elizabeth to go and kill 
Victor. So she needs to decide what she's going to do. She's not very worried for herself, but she's very worried for poor old Joyce. She knows Victor actually quite well. They were, they they were together yes. and were probably lovers at some point. They think, they can't remember. They can't quite recall, but <laughs> they feel quite like confident they... she probably was Victor's yes, lover at some yes. point. But they're quite good friends from back in the day. And so that's kind of the two things. We meet a bunch of people along the way. Donna and Chris. Update on Chris and Donna. Right, sorry. They're police officers, the friendly police in the town. Yep, so Chris is still still dating Donna's mum. I want to say Patrice. Yep. And that's going strong, though Patrice is not as big a as big a presence in this book. But I will say at the end of book two, we got kind of this hint at a possible situation beginning to bloom between Donna and Bogdan. And I'm not going to go into heaps of details. I'm not going to spoil things for anyone. We have spoiled everything for anyone who hasn't read the previous book. Massive spoilers. Oh, full-on spoilers if you hadn't read book two. But I will just say that if you were hoping for more on Bogdan and more on Donna in this book, you shan't be disappointed. And that is for you, Tara, in Canada, because I know she was hopeful. (laughs) So all I'm going to say, which is she emailed and was like, there better be more about Bogdan. And, And indeed there is. So, yes, dive right in. It's great. And that's it. So I feel that you're, you've already given your review that Pretty much. it's great. Can I talk? Please. You have to invite me. Oh, my God. It's the rules. So high needs. Amy, what did you think about the bullet that missed? I have a very, very big feed piece of feedback to give. Don't steal it. Go. I wrote down that I think Osmond's still got it. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. Oh, there were some great new characters. I really enjoyed the introduction. So we, at the very beginning, Ron, Joyce, and Ibrahim and Elizabeth, they Mm. invite Mike Wagporn, who is the, like, local news anchor for Mm. the local area to do a story on Cooper's Chase, and then they fold him cleverly into the meeting of the Thursday Murder Club because he worked with Bethany Waits and they want to try and get information from him about that. So I really enjoyed the introduction of him as a character. Yeah. And I enjoyed the introduction of Victor and these other people who get pulled into this world of the Thursday Murder Club. Yep. I thought that Ron had some really nice moments. I was going to say that too. Ron, because I would say he's probably the one member of the club we haven't got to spend quite so much time with up to this point. And so Ron really gets a really nice kind of run in this book. Gets a couple of, you know, good games of snooker in as well, which is Well, he was quite, he was just a much more central character than he's been previously, that's all. So he got an opportunity to do a little bit of shining and Ibrahim was back on his feet, which yeah, is wonderful. Yeah, that was nice to see. I would have loved to have seen a return of there's beautiful moments in the previous book between Ibrahim and Ron's little grandson, Kendrick. There's one like little eight. moment there's where he reaches out that is a really nice shout-out. Yeah. And I was like, more, more, because I think it's such a great character. I found it a really effective and interesting mystery, and it still... Mm, it has that sort of thread of sadness oh, in yeah. it because they are very conscious of their age. Yeah. And Joyce is always saying, well, no, you have to do it. You have to give things a go because. You're running out of time. Yeah. And what was nice in this one was it actually, it was this sort of realisation for Elizabeth about what friendship is. Yeah, that was really beautiful. Because she's been sort of 
just gung-ho and sweeping everyone along with her so far. But this one because of the Vikings threat, actually had to make her pause and hmm. and and think. But it did that, like, pull at your heartstrings oh, yeah, bit for sure. a couple times around some particular characters. So I would totally recommend it. I won't say the thing I won't recommend because I'm pretty sure that you're going to I'm going to talk about it right now. Yeah. Can I throw to you? The thing Please. that I was disappointed by is what, Kimberly? So... This might just be because I've listened to the audiobook for this every single time. I'll tell you why. So Leslie Manville No, 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 let me. Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. She's busy. Is that what she did? Well, Leslie, get it together. (laughs) That's all I have to say about that. She's busy being a movie star. I am appalled. Appalled. So what they did was they hired Mrs. Dursley. Look, she did a fine job. So here's what I'm going to say about this. (laughs) You know that we've loved the audiobooks I for these. I have adored the audiobooks for these, and they were done by Leslie Manville, and I didn't even know that because I just, as far as I was concerned, she was the voice of Joyce, and that's where I was at. And she had that sort of really dry, acerbic oh, energy yes. to all of the characters. It was perfect. She just really got the tone, and I loved it, so much so that even when I would get quite engrossed in the mystery and want to be like, go faster, go yeah, faster. that's the problem I, I always I'm going to go and put the gonna put the audiobook away and read, read, read of the physical copy. I never did that with the Thursday Murder Club series because I just thoroughly enjoyed her telling me the story. Mm -hmm. In the same way that when you sit with Nana and she tells you a cool story, you love to have the peace of mind of not being like, let's hurry it along, Nana. Love this to be more (laughs) succinct. I've got places to go. You know, you just sort of sit and listen and soak it up. I I really leaned into it with Leslie Manville. I loved her. So... Obviously, apparently she was busy or whatever, scheduling crisis, who knows. Certainly can't be that they weren't happy with her work because it was exceptional, but she was replaced this time round with the actress who plays Mrs. Dursley. In Fiona Shaw. Fiona Shaw. Who is a good performer. I am not dissing Fiona Shaw. That is not the point I'm making. She just, it's like coming home and discovering someone has swapped out your mum for a different <laughs> mum. That's how it felt. And the new mum might be amazing. She might be, but she's, she's not, not your mum. Yeah. So that's how I felt. I was appalled. So I actually will say... I had trouble getting into this book. Yes, because I also, I tried with the audio book and I ended up being like, nah, nah. I really struggled with the, her tone is just so much, it's just, it's so much more different. So much more different. They sound That's the worst. Lot, they, they don't have the energy. That's no. What they'd say, they sound old. They sound older. And fragile. Oh, a bit older, a bit fragile, a bit I'm not cranky ready for pants. that yet. No. <laughs> so I wasn't as into the audio book. I didn't. I didn't dismiss it entirely because we had bought the audiobook <laughs> and I yeah. was like, that's expensive. So I persisted and it did get better and I came around to it. The only time it continued to really upset me Joyce. was when we had the first person bits where Joyce reads her diary. Yeah. I really didn't like her betrayal of Joyce. It didn't do the, what Joyce what I love about Joyce's voice is that she'll be like, serious, serious, I wonder if, how, if that's the right way to brew that tea bag. I'm going to ask I need to them. ask someone, but, oh, hang on a minute. Right. This is what I was so, talking anyway, about. Anyway, the body was quite gruesome, but I'm fairly sure he's going bold. Like, it was just great. But, yeah, so, no, I would say the audiobook Is not the way to enter the bullet that missed. No. Particularly, what I'm going to say is if you were a huge fan of the audiobooks of the previous books – don't don't do it. Maybe Leslie Manville will come back for the next one. We don't know. Maybe I should send like, ro- is it Robert Osborne? 
Richard Osmond. Richard Osmond. I should send him a an email. At any rate, that's what I think about that. In regards to the remainder of the book, things I really loved. Again, I thought it was terrific. It was a great book, great read, another Thursday Murder Club. He still has it. It's terrific. Love it. I also like that he doesn't appear to be resting on his laurels. He does appear to be like better things, moving these characters forward. Yeah. And so I felt that with Ron, which I really enjoyed. I also really enjoyed in this one, I think more than any of the others, the way that the two sides of the kind of mystery that starts at the beginning collided. Really collided. Yes, I really I liked really that. I really enjoyed that, whereas the, we the kind of... The denouement here was fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Oh, and we still spent... The villain of the last novel is in this novel. Yes, she's yeah. Connie. <laughs> Connie is back. And I really enjoyed that as well. I enjoyed seeing different parts of Ibrahim and different parts of Ron, which I really, really liked. Yeah. I liked Ron gets a little touch of romance and I liked that character as well. So yes, I just thought I just thought it was a really nice ensemble, a re- and, and much more so than they've always been ensembles and they've always been like that, but I think it's it links back to what you said which was that idea that the other books were very Elizabeth led. Yeah. And this was much more about her coming to terms with or coming to realize the not just the value of friendship and perhaps the idea that these might be the first friends they've ever made, she's ever really had, but understanding that that actually is making her stronger, not weaker, and it's making her happier and fuller. And And maybe in the next novels she'll actually talk to them. Yes. Because Elizabeth keeps a lot of secrets because she's such a But she and Joyce are also starting to do that, where Joyce sort of is saying, are we ready to talk about Stephen? And, And Elizabeth is saying, oh, thank you, darling. No, not yet. And she's like, all right, well, just so you know. I'm here and I know you are going to need to talk about Stephen. And she's like, I know, I know, I know. So it's that joy. I think it's that. And, and I'm, and I'm not ready. I'm not ready because I'm fairly sure he's getting Elizabeth ready for Stephen to die. I think that's where we're headed. We're getting Elizabeth ready. To well, lose him previous, and not be alone. The previous novel was called The Man Who Died Twice. And, and, and it, it was about, ended with yes. that woman being like her husband died and then I he know. died again. I know. And so I'm just, I think, obviously we're losing Stephen. I know that we're losing Stephen. I know that's what's happening. But And it's beautiful that we're being set up in this way of like Elizabeth will be okay as okay as she can yeah. be. Elizabeth will but, continue. So, yes. Yeah, you'll cry. Still, it's still very tear-jerky. It is very crying. You'll laugh. You will um, laugh. You will cry. It's. But it's... that's what life is about, and that's what this book is about. This book is about life. All of them have been. They're about relationships and friends and life, and it's complicated and it's messy, and you shouldn't do it by yourself, and that's the moral of the Thursday morning. I hope you're listening, Richard Osman, because that should be, like, on the, the blurb line. of your book. Yeah. yeah. I contact me i'm happy to write yeah, yeah. this for you and she wants to talk about and i really the audiobook narrator so we really need to talk to you about the audiobook narrator okay <laughs> contact you so i don't treasure. Know, treasure i treasure this whole series i just if you haven't read it get amongst it seriously what are you waiting for i really hope that you have read it if you've listened to this episode because oh, totally you know what? Spoiled no, the second i've book. thought about it we totally haven't we haven't told you we haven't told you the end of the mystery i mean unless you are hoping for ibrahim not to get okay again. No, 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 but like we spoiled Donna and Bogdan. Oh my goodness. That is not the central point of any of these books. That's mostly just me giving a shout out to Tara. Join us again next week. We may very well spoil another series with our recap reviews and recommendations. But until then, 
Happy reading! And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out, send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.